Megan, you know what I love about our partner, The Essential Calendar? I love the product so much, of course, but I also love that it comes from a small business founded by two moms. Right, just like us. Listeners, if you're drowning in details right now, like summer camps, travel plans, end of school year mayhem, give yourself the gift of The Essential Calendar, a seasonal at-a-glance poster-sized calendar for your wall. Get 10% off your order at theessentialcalendar.com slash themomhour. That's 10% off at theessentialcalendar.com slash themomhour. Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Sarah. We're two moms with eight kids between us from preschool to teen. This is the show where we help you feel better about the mom you are and share our own parenting tips and personal stories. We're not experts. We're parents who've been there. We're not perfect. We're real. Welcome to the Mom Hour. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Mom Hour. I'm Sarah Powers. I am here with Megan Francis. Hey, Megan. Hey, Sarah. Happy summer to you. Happy summer. It's time for another one of our More Than Mom episodes. We always like to say at the top of these shows that if this is your first time here, welcome. But also, these are our fun little spinoff episodes. We do them occasionally on Sundays, and they are about fluffy, fluffy non-motherhood whatever pops into our head five minutes before in general so yeah (laughs) this is the casual chat and the real the real deal happens every Tuesday with a parenting and motherhood and meteor episode so join us on Tuesday but stick around because today we're talking about how how are we titling this Megan this was your idea I think well I think the way I originally thought of it it was like our uh summer bucket list for moms Mm -hmm. but instead of it being like a I hate making like traditional bucket list. I don't like to have a checkoff thing of things I need to do. Or you, got, whatever. you and I are both anti-bucket list. It's a yes, well-established. Anti- if you Google us, <laughs> like probably our articles about summer bucket lists will come up. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you're probably right. But I think in, it's more like, hey, how do you want to spend your summer? What do you yeah. want it, you for yourself, not for your kids? So like, what do you want to be doing more of? What do you want to be doing less of? Um, I don't know. How do you want to shake things up? You know, try anything new. So we're just going to talk about kind of what we have planned and maybe how we've spent our summers in the past. I love this, especially for me, not that it's all about me, but um, my kids are really getting to an age where I really feel like I can start to reclaim summer a little bit. Um, yeah, me too. I'm recording this and they're downstairs. Like my youngest is five, almost five and a half. It just feels like I, I can even begin to answer those questions. Whereas the last 10 years I've been in the trenches and summer was just like another thing. It was just right. Hotter, sweatier mothering. So. Right. Exactly. <laughs> hotter, sweatier mothering. That should go on a t-shirt. <laughs> and if you out there are in that phase, we're right there with you. But maybe there's some things that you can bucket list for yourself this summer too. Okay, Megan. Well, over here at the Mom Hour, we are big fans of our sponsor, Our Place. In fact, you, me, and our team member, Katie, were all comparing notes on our favorite product, Katie was telling us that even though she's packing up to move her family to a new house, she cannot put that mini perfect pot from our place into the boxes yet because she's using it like every night. Well, as someone who also has a perfect pot, I got mine as part of their mini home cook duo set. I get it. It's nonstick, which is key, but it also has all these handy features like a steam release lid with a built in strainer and this nice beechwood spoon that nests on the handle in this perfect little peg. Okay, well, I didn't get this pot, but now I want it. That sounds so great. Our Place's cookware is great to cook with, beautiful to look at, and healthier for us as well. All of Our Place's products are made without PFAS, also known as Forever Chemicals. In addition to their cookware and tableware, Our Place is also making waves with their Wonder Oven, the most stylish all-in-one air fryer and toaster oven. 
Again, free from the forever chemicals found in many of those air fryers. Listeners, Our Place offers a 100-day trial with free shipping and returns, and we've got a great deal for you. Go to fromourplace.com and enter the code MOMHOUR at checkout to receive 10% off site-wide. That's fromourplace.com, code MOMHOUR. Megan, the end of the school year and kickoff to summer is a busy time of the year for families, but we can all eat stress-free and hit our wellness goals with ready-to-eat meals from our sponsor, Factor. Factor's delicious meals are never frozen and can be ready to eat in just two minutes. You can pick from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular choices like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Plus, they have more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, lunch, snacks, and beverages to keep you fueled all day long. So our team was comparing notes recently on our favorite factor meals, and Katie loved the herb-crusted chicken with mashed cauliflower and toasted almond green beans. I loved that one, too. And get this, so did her little boy, Charlie. She heated it up for lunch one day, and Charlie, who's three, ate almost all of the green beans. I mean, that's quite an endorsement, right? I was going to say, what a parenting win. (laughs) And I get it, Charlie. Those green beans are crazy good. And if you really want to treat yourself, they even have meals with filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. Listeners, head to factormeals.com slash momhour50 and use code momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code momhour5050 at factormeals.com slash momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. And now I'm going to do this because I am driving the bus on this episode. Usually Sarah is the one who keeps us on track. But for these fun episodes, it's like we have a little bit less to lose, right? If I like just totally go off on a (laughs) tangent or forget what I'm saying. I am, aren't I? You are fully capable. (laughs) You could put Megan in charge because it doesn't matter. No, it's I just think these ones are really fun and easy. And I'm not a big outline person, but these ones are more like know quick and dirty and we we just have fun with them so and you're really good I'm, at coming up with like fun questions I think oh thank you I, I like that we just compliment each other because if it wasn't for us complimenting you know complimenting each other where would we be this so <laughs> exactly um okay so I'm gonna start by asking you a question and then I will also answer the same question so okay. again we're talking about summer activities so just keep summer in mind for mom so Sarah, what is something that you used to do in the summer, but haven't in a while, but you'd like to maybe start again this summer? Okay. I have two and they're totally different. One's short, so I'll, I'll keep it quick. So one is that, you know, I love to travel and I've traveled some with my husband and some with my family growing up and I love history and I love, you know, getting into the history of a place when I go there. But that's obviously really hard when you have young kids, like yeah. you're not dragging little kids on some historic walking tour. But we go to Rhode Island every other year. My husband's from Connecticut and his family has a beach house in Rhode Island and it's coastal New England. It's about as different from anywhere that I've lived as anywhere in the continental U.S. could be because it's just quaint, beachy, coastal New England lighthouses and it's really awesome. But I decided that this year, we go every other year, so we've been many times since we've had kids, but I decided that this year I want to get back to that kind of learning a little bit of history of wherever I'm traveling to and maybe checking out a museum or what I really want to do is tour one of these giant mansions like of the Gilded Age. There's these big, huge houses overlooking um, Watch Hill is the town that we go to, but Newport, Rhode Island's not far away. It's Rhode Island, so everything's real close. (laughs) Um, So I (laughs) How how big is Rhode Island, by the way? I don't really know. You're talking to a Californian, so like 
I can't I can't talk about that without sounding like I'm making fun of Rhode Island. It's real well, no, small. but like, could you drive from one side to the other in a matter of hours? Yeah, oh, like I think like an hour. <laughs> oh, okay, I didn't realize that. It's I mean, gross. Michigan is a pretty big state too. Like, it takes a yeah. long time to yeah. no, to span one into the other. But Rhode the, wow, Island okay. is really tiny. Um, okay, so anyway, I'm not I'm not thinking I'm going to drag my three kids on a historical tour. Although I think my ten year old could really get into it. Um, and so, but I think the biggest thing is I'm going to carve out time on this vacation to do something like that, either tour a big old fancy mansion, tour a lighthouse, or maybe go to a museum or something. And I'm, it might mean escaping my kids. It might mean having the relatives watch the kids, or it might be mean bringing a couple of them along, but I'm ready to get back to that. And then my other one really quick is just read magazines. I used to read magazines all the time and I never do again. So that should be easy so to get back to. So that is so funny because I used to read magazines all the time. And I have not, I realized like I let all of my good subscriptions lapse. And then while I was like in my divorce phase, I just kind of went through a phase where I wasn't really thinking. So I, I read a lot of home magazines, like Better Homes and Gardens. I really yeah. like country living, even though I don't live in the country. I just like the decor and yeah. the um, aesthetic of it and a lot of those kinds of things. And then I just stopped. I just stopped reading. I stopped reading any of them. I like fashion magazines. I stopped reading those. Yeah. So I would love that. And, and just in general, I would like to read anything. I have not consistently read in a good year I'll mm -hmm. read a book and then I won't touch anything or I'll have like a book that I'm still working on mm -hmm. and it takes me literally months to get through it yeah. because I try to read at the end of the night we've talked about this a million yeah. times but summer is such a good time to do that and I used to go to the beach um because I live on Lake Michigan I used to go to the beach like at least once a week and I would just bring a bunch of magazines yeah. and I would just sit on the beach and read and it was so nice so I want to do that too so you know what it takes is not looking at your phone like that's the problem like you know the what? phones the phones have taken the place of the magazines because it, it's so the same right. type of like browsy, flippy, like I don't have an agenda with this reading. I'm just going to see what jumps right. out at me. And that's we we, we open Facebook. For that. You're right. So, so it does so take I, the discipline. I will say one thing about the that's nice about the beach or the pool is I hate looking at my phone right. in, in a brightly lit environment. So yeah. I feel like when I'm when I take myself out of my regular life and I'm not in my house or I'm not, you know, like what I'm usually doing, it's much easier to put the phone down. Yes. And the beach where I go has terrible service, too. Do so. you have um, any magazines other than you mentioned a couple of home ones, but any that like you would actually subscribe to or like that you'd pick up if you were, you know. At OK, the so store? I really like Vanity Fair. Ah, that's what I was going to say. We've never. Are you serious? That. I We've love never... when we discover these things. Vanity know, Fair is my so... go to for like long airplane rides. So here's why I like Vanity Fair. It's like it makes you kind of feel like a cool New Yorker for the however many hours it takes to read it because the content's really smart, but there's a lot of fashion. Yes. And you can look at stuff you'll never, never wear and like even clothes you would wear, but they're way too expensive. Right. <laughs> and but you can also it's like such a mix yes, of politics and arts and the articles are really good. The long form articles are. I'm always interested in. It doesn't almost doesn't matter what they're about. And and like socialites, like I have no yes. idea who these people are, but I still want to read about them because totally. this is Vanity Fair. So totally. oh, that's so fun. So, yes, that would be the one like if I was going to have a subscription to something kind of on the pricier side, but that I just really wanted to um, soak up, it would be something like that. I also like magazines like Vogue and Glamour. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's fun just to flip through and look at clothes and mm -hmm. look at makeup and stuff. And then I just like the women's magazines. I do like I really like Better Homes and Gardens. I really like I already mentioned those, but yeah, those are fun, too. It be, I'm kind of. Um, I'm kind of moving into the red book age range. <laughs> um, I have not fully embraced it yet. I, and I remember trying to get into red book like in my 30s because, well, I was freelancing. So yeah. I read a lot of magazines yeah. um, for like research purposes. And I'm just thinking like, oh, it's like, 
they're really trying to target. And I didn't, I couldn't put my finger on why it didn't appeal to me. It just didn't. And now yeah. I feel like I could go there. But um, yeah. So There's something so really indulgent about buying a magazine. Um, and it's a simple indulgence. I know when I, we don't it go is. to Whole Foods very often, but when I do, I feel like every magazine in the checkout line at Whole Foods makes me want to buy it. It's food and it's healthy living. And it's like, and sometimes yeah. there's cool yoga journal is stuff. another one I love. Right. Yes. And they all have these like kind of matte covers instead of the glossy. Yes. I don't know. It's like this oh, yeah. new look it's in magazines. Totally. It's like the, it's the crunchy granola yes, magazine, but it's like high um, end yeah, crunchy yeah. granola. And I'm immediately yep. imagining myself going vegan and going t- to yoga. And, and then you're thinking about how, how clean your insides will be. Yeah. And, and then I go home and eat leftover chicken low- nuggets your low f- uh, footprint on the earth and all that and you're like but i'm gonna buy this magazine and then throw it away. so somebody's doing the somebody's doing a good job with those cover designs yes they really really oh are gosh, that's funny all right all right well that's fun we could probably talk about stuff that we'd like to do again all day but those those were fun ones okay so sarah here's the next question okay what is something you've never done but you really want to try okay so i don't know if this is going to happen this summer but i do have an answer and luckily we have nice weather year-round here but we are getting close to where the Powers Five, the five of us could go on a bike ride as a family, but the, many, many things need to happen. First of all, we don't own adult bicycles, but you could, there's lots of places you can rent them. Like because we live near the beach and it's very right. touristy, you can go down and rent bikes. You can also rent bikes with a trailer and I, for a kid. Um, and that's probably what I would do for Violet, even though she can ride a training wheel bike really well. But I just, if we were all on bikes, I would want her confined. You've yeah. met her. Um, yes. But the big kids are both really good and strong on their two wheelers now. And so I feel like we're getting to this point where the five of us could go on a bike ride, even if it meant Brian and I renting bikes and one of them like renting a little trailer. And I know you can do it here in Orange County where you rent them and like bike down, you know, along the boardwalk a little ways and have lunch and bike back. I just want to get over the hump of trying it, obviously, because if I were ever going to purchase adult bikes, I'd want to make sure it was something you know, we were going to actually, actually gonna do. do, but I know you can get them on Craigslist too for relatively cheap. So that is, it seems ambitious to me, but again, when you have three kids relatively close together, it's been a long time since like I was on a bike, let alone now my right. children are also, it still kind of scares me, but I would like to try it. So, okay. Let me, let me, um, validate you. Okay. And give you a piece of my, um, background with biking. Okay. I do own a really nice adult bike. Okay. Um, and when John and I were together, he had one too. And all the kids had bikes at one point. And we even had like a baby bike seat. Mm-hmm. And we could never seem to get it together, right? Except when we all went on vacation or we did a special thing and rented bikes. Yeah. It felt so stupid because we had thousands of dollars of, well, maybe not thousands, but yeah. probably close. Yeah. Yeah. Of worth of bikes in our garage. And we would go individually. Like I might go out with one of the older kids or I right. might go out with just the baby on the, on the seat. Or the trailer. Right. But we could never seem to get our acts in gear enough to all get out the door and go on a bike ride around our neighborhood. Yeah. Which sounds so kind of silly, right? But like it had but to I be an see. event. And we Yeah. Yeah. And several times, like I could like I could probably count off five times that I'm thinking of that we went on a vacation where there was some kind of bicycle situation and we rented and it was great. But something was different. It was so first of all, all the bikes were going to have pumped up tires. Yeah, we weren't exactly. going to go out to the garage all excited to go for a ride and find out that one, ha- one kid had a flat and then we, you know, everyone, everyone's derailed or like there were like good helmets 
um, everything fit everybody. Like you, yeah. you didn't go out and find out one kid shot up seven inches over the summer and suddenly they can't <laughs> ride the bike. I just felt, I felt like every time we tried to do a family bike ride, it just got thwarted yeah. in for some reason. So I think you're really smart to do that. And then maybe you'll find out it's like totally your thing and you'll be like ready to invest. Or maybe you'll be like, this is just a every now and then. Thing. Yeah. It totally might be something where we just decide to rent them. But, um, somebody was telling me recently how easy it was. And I don't know why. I think when it's your own town, you forget about like you can take advantage of the touristy things too. Right. You and don't have so, to like go someplace else to do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I think, yeah. um, it, I'm sure the first time would be like a lot of logistical figuring things out. Just like the first time yeah. you take your kids skiing or on an airplane, right. but I want to push through that and do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're, you know what? I would just honestly plan an outing yeah. one day and have it be like a big event. Give yourself plenty of time. Yeah. And just go do it. Yeah. That's smart. Um, okay. So mine, I have two. Um, one, I wrote golf for real. And by that, <laughs> I mean, I have golfed. I own golf clubs. It's a long story and it's totally silly that I own golf clubs, but, um, and I've gone to my, I know a lot of friends around here. It's kind of a funny, it sounds like such a bougie thing to do. And I don't feel old enough to be a golfer really, but, um, vi- around here, golfing is really big. Everybody. Yeah. And I feel like everywhere golf has become this like every man's thing mm-hmm. all of a sudden where it didn't really used to feel that way. Um, but anyway, so big golf town, tons of golf courses around here. And I've been to many fundraisers. I've been to mm-hmm. a lot of golf fundraisers. So I know I have friends who run different athletic departments yeah. and friends who do this and that. And so we go to their fundraisers and I've got, you know, three friends and we go out, we buy matching outfits cause it's hilarious. And I, know, we, I love the pictures. You know, yes. <laughs> it's Missy, Jen and Liz and I, uh, we drive the golf cart around, we drink beer. It's fun. We're terrible and it's hilarious. But I keep thinking like, I have the clubs, I have the advantage of through various, um, like radio related perks, I can get either cheap or pretty or free or pretty cheap, um, golfing, which mm-hmm. is nice at some of the golf courses. And so I'm like, I kind of want to do it for real. Like, I don't want to just wait for there to be like a big event that everyone's right. doing and I'm going to go, but I'd like to go like actually learn how to drive a ball. Would, and would you, you know, take lessons? Kind of what about like a, like a group on for, I would, yes, lessons. Totally. I've taken golf I would totally lessons lesson. right before I got pregnant with my first, I took lessons and I grew up in a very avid golfing family. So I've been around a lot of golf. I haven't played a lot of it. Um, but I loved taking lessons. Um, and that I feel like could be just like a confidence booster a little bit. You'd yes. probably figure out like, oh, okay, like I can do this. I'm not going to go on the pro right. tour, but like I have some fundamentals. Well, and I, I did take one lesson once it was a short one, but I was on a press trip and it was like, everyone got like a 20 minute lesson. And, and by the end of 20 minutes, I was significantly better. Like yeah. I just knew how to hold it. And so my friends will like who are better than me will try to remind me of kind of the things I'm supposed to do. And when yeah. they, when they take the time to do that before my swing, I'm better and I yeah. know what I'm doing and I don't miss the ball as much, <laughs> but, um, but you know, when you're out golfing with your friends, you don't have time for right. there's right. people behind you and you right. like, you don't have time to like every time you go to a hole or to a, um, to tee off, to have them give you a lesson. So yes, I would totally take a lesson. And along those same lines, tennis, yeah. So I've played, I played tennis in high school and that's not necessarily a summer only thing, but it's just the kind of thing you can do so easily and cheaply in the summer Yes, because there are public, like the high school, mm-hmm. you can just go use the courts. Um, and I actually, I was at a silent auction thing, like, I don't know, a couple months ago and I actually bid on and won, um, a golf, a tennis lesson. Oh, perfect. So I'm going to do that. Yeah. And then I feel like once I kind of 
remember the basics of the game and that that my kids have all done tennis camp for years yeah. so i would play with them and that would be really fun tennis or play is with my such friends a, it's and this is not to knock anybody who's like a really competitive tennis player but it's such a approachable like sport that i feel like with some basics that almost anybody can get out there and have fun i would also right. that tennis is another one i played when i was a kid not even in high school but i would like to get out there does anyone around you play pickleball uh, at is? the racket club they do. I don't okay. really get what it is. And when I say I played in high school, I mean, I played in gym class. I didn't play like I didn't, I wasn't okay. on a team or anything like that. So okay. I, my, my, I learned for like a semester or yeah. a, a term. So I learned, I learned the rules and yeah, like, exactly. I would, you know, I think, I, I think I'd pick it up pretty quickly. The scoring is a little I think foggy, you would too. but it just looks fun. And pickleball, like, you know, pickleball is what the retired folks are playing, but it's okay. basically like a cross between tennis and like ping pong it's like halfway in between it's bigger it's it's oh. on a tennis court but they shrink it down so it's a lot more volleying it's it's an amazing workout I was just curious if it was big there it's starting to get big anywhere where people retire which definitely yeah. at the racket club there's lots of talk about pickleball but yeah I do think it is an older crowd it is and oh, yeah. and it's but I've played with a mixed age crowd and it's really fun it's really fast yeah, moving I would check anyway. that out too yeah all right well let's move on all right so what is something you want to do and this is a little different from something you used to do and haven't in a while right something that you maybe already do but you want to do a lot more of this summer okay I'm gonna say movies um both watching movies in the theater which is a very summer thing to do and again along the theme of my kids all being old enough to enjoy something together I think the last couple summers we've gotten better about going to movies as a family kids movies you know things that everybody can see um, but also movies at home. I feel like that's something I've gotten away from but started to get back to, both Brian and I renting something or watching something as a family. And so I just would like to keep that going during the summer. And I think, you know, seeing movies in the theater is expensive and it takes a little bit of planning. But we have some really fun theaters around here. There's also the dollar movies you can take your kids to. So it's just something that's been, I feel like, on the upswing the last couple of summers yeah. but would like to do even more of. So I... I have to agree with that one. I, that was not the one I was going to say, so I will say my other one. Okay. Um, but I, <laughs> I used to go to the movies all the time Yeah. and I just now, I think part of the reason I fell out of the habit is because my kids are of an age now where nobody wants to go to the same movies anymore. Yeah. So like the movie I might take Clara to, and I've taken Clara just by herself to a handful of movies over the last year uh, and a half maybe. Um, so there's that, like, I don't, there's not like the big family pleaser that's going right. to please all of my kids anymore. That just doesn't exist. And, yeah. and it typically had kind of started to fall along lines where John would take the boys to go see some action movie or right. some superhero movie. And I'd take Clara to see something different. And, yeah. then, you know, that was and that's fine. But then also along the way, I just somehow kind of stopped going to the movies. Yeah. And every time I go, I went last night actually and saw Ocean's 8 with my buds. Mm -hmm. And it was so fun. And yeah. I thought as we were sitting there, you know, settling into our seats with our popcorn and everything. And now our uh, movie theater also sells wine and beer now, which nice. is kind of fun. Yes. Um, that took a while for them to start doing that. And so we're all settling in. And then I was like... I'm always so glad when I go to the movies. Yeah. Why don't I go to the movies? It's and it's easy. Like we have a theater that has a million show times. Yeah. We also have a really cheap theater that's like 15 minutes away and it's cheap. Mm -hmm. And you can go there with your entire family and have popcorn and everything out the door for like hardly any money. It's it's really kind of ridiculous. So there's really no excuse. And then there's the things like the movies in the park where you can go and right. sit down. We have one down by the beach where you can go down there yeah. and watch a movie on a big screen. And I don't do that either. So I right. don't know why. It's just, it's like a mental block. And yeah. I think, I, you know what I honestly think it is? I think in the summer, once I'm like, I'm inside 
if it's like a night where there's indoor activity, like a like raining or mm-hmm. too hot to be out, I typically just settle in at home and I don't want to yeah. go out. Or I think if I if I if it's not that bad, um, bad you weather be and it's good weather, I want to be outside. Yeah, but I think the movies just kind of fall off my radar. So I really would also like that. And to movies be. are one of those things where once you go, you start seeing previews and you start paying attention to what's coming out. That that yes. really happened to me when I stopped going to movies. And Brian, my husband's really good. He he continued to go to movies when I bowed out. Like he just goes by himself, or he has like guy friends. So he's much better about staying on top of what's coming out. But when you aren't clued in then you you don't you don't you even forget get it just falls off your radar so i saw a preview for the um the new star is born movie oh i keep hearing about that i haven't bradley seen cooper and uh-huh. lady gaga so yeah. the preview came up in my on my facebook the other day and i don't know why i was compelled to watch it i yeah, just because you and i both don't like watching video while we're no, scrolling no the face at all but it was <laughs> and i don't even remember like what i don't even think i saw the title i was like oh this looks good and i clicked on it and then the first like there's like it opens with Bradley Cooper singing. I mean, it's it's a remake of the original Star okay. is Born. I think there's actually the third, I haven't like ever the seen the version. original, actually. I haven't either. But, you know, the general idea yes. is like kind of aging down on his luck yes. musician, I think, and then young starlet. And um, he starts singing this like country song. And I'm I my jaw was like on the floor because he's kind of dirty and sweaty looking, but in that really attractive <laughs> way, you know, and I'm like, <gasps> and I like Bradley Cooper. OK, but like in this in this preview, I really liked him. And then Lady Gaga starts singing and I'm not like a huge Lady Gaga she fan, has a but great she starts, voice, though. she's got a fantastic she's voice, got a great voice. So I'm watching it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I really want to watch that movie. And it doesn't come out till October. Oh. But that movie will not leave my brain. Like, I am going to go see that movie. Like, and all of my friends and I were... So, anyway, then it came on again last night as we're waiting in the theater. And we're all just, like, clutching each other's arms. <laughs> like, it was one of those where it's so appealing. I love that. that it's such an escape. Yeah. And that's it such is. A, it's very much a just-for-mom type thing. I mean, I it guess really I talked is. about... I did talk about going to movies with my family. So, that's a little different. But I do think just movies in general can be an escape. A great escape. Yeah. And Ocean's 8 was super fun and it was very Lady Power. Yes. And it was, I, it, it was, it was different from the Ocean's 11, 12, uh-huh. and 13 or whatever. Like it was a lot more female is the only way I can put it. Besides the fact that there was a female cast, it was also just more like what I think women kind of like out of an action movie or yeah. like a, you know, it wasn't like quite as much action. It was more like they were really smart, like them outsmarting yes. everybody. Yes. And it was, they were like kicking butt and it was great like we we all had a great time and that's awesome it just made me want to do that more um so that was not the one that i had written down and i'll just really quickly say like last summer i really started doing a lot of kayaking camping hiking and general outdoorsy crap mm-hmm. and this year i have a full like i bought a kayak i bought a camper you're all in i have several i'm all in i have several um trips planned with my sister and my family and even on my own so like i'm really looking forward to just really digging in and maybe doing some kind of outdoors adventure at least once a week. And like, for you. Yeah. So that's that's something, but you know, that's the kind of thing that I wasn't even going to try to do when I had little kids. Like that was not, I would go for a walk with them in the woods. We went, we did lots of woods hikes at the nature trail and that would be like, you know, maybe a mile and a half. Yeah. Um, But I would no more have tried to go kayaking with a toddler or I did camping, but it was like an ordeal. Yeah. It's hard. It takes a day to pack and a day to unpack. And then you, the whole time you're there, you have to watch your kids so they don't Die. run into someone else's fire. So <laughs> I just feel like I'm kind of coming into that place now where I can really do this, not just on my yeah. own, but with them easily, yeah. both ways. Yeah, so, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, here's the last one. Sarah, our sponsor, Haya Health, makes a kid's daily multivitamin that parents can feel great about giving their kids because they have no added sugars or dyes. 
And our kids who have tried Haya Vitamins have loved them, which is important, right? Because what good is a bottle of vitamins that your kid won't take? Haya was founded by two dads who didn't like the ingredients label on some of the popular children's vitamins they were seeing on store shelves. So they got to work developing a formula that would help fill the most common nutrient gaps in modern kids' diets. Haya's chewable kids vitamin is made with a blend of 12 organic fruits and vegetables and then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals. They're also vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, and nut-free. Haya manufactures their vitamins right here in the USA with globally sourced ingredients, and then they ship their chewable vitamins directly to your door on a pediatrician-recommended schedule. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You're going to get 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, go to HayaHealth.com slash MomHour. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash MomHour and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Okay, Megan, like many of our listeners, I'm sure I've been doing some spring cleaning in my closet lately, and it always feels so good to get rid of clothes I'm not wearing, things that don't fit or that aren't my style anymore. But you know what I realized? All of my Vionic shoes are always in the keep pile. They just tick all the boxes. They're cute, comfy, high quality. They last forever. And I love growing my Vionic collection, especially with the latest styles from their Vionic Vitals collection. The Vionic Vitals collection offers daily wear styles designed for elegance, comfort, and versatility. We both love the Uptown Loafer, which collapses flat, so it's perfect for travel. The Chardonnay Heeled Sandal, which I know you love, Sarah. The Walk 23 Classic Sneaker, which our team member Katie gets compliments on all the time. And the Willa Slip-On Flat, one of my favorites, which comes in 12 colors for any outfit. Yeah, I need to uh, get the Willa Slip-On Flat. That's next on my list. Well, listeners, if you're ready to try the shoes we're always raving about, use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at bionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's one-time use only. Bionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. And this one's a little, oh no, it's not the last one. I got two more. Um, This one was harder for me to come up with an answer, but maybe this one won't be hard for you. And it's what's something that you want to do less of this summer than you usually do? Well... This is just less of than the, during the school year. And in our okay. outline, I okay. wrote schlepping. I just, I am like the cliche mom with a minivan driving around these days. And it's just yeah. kind of catching up to me because all three kids yeah. being in activities. And you guys know, I am not, I do not overschedule my children. I'm really careful about not, but it still just adds up. And, you know, I try to do things that are close to home, but even five minute drives add up. And so I'm just, we don't do, we don't have school buses, so school pickups. And so I'm just looking forward to a lot less schlepping the children around. We don't do camps in the summer, like every week, like a lot of people around us. So when we're driving somewhere, it's on purpose and it's already just been a few days. And I feel like for my own mom sanity, it's just so much better. It's just a break. Good. I love that. Um, I was going to say schlepping, like I want to do less than this summer than last summer, but I feel like last summer I did very little too. In the past, I have fallen into doing too much of it and it's signing the kids up for too many things, but, um, this was not one they're doing tennis camp. Only one needs to be driven. The rest can walk or ride nice. their bikes. And that's, I don't think I'm going to plan anything else for them. There's that's lots great. of activities you can do. We live in a town with a lot of like really inexpensive summer programs. And I'm just like, ugh. I, I got to yesterday Usually there's a week before between the end of school and the beginning of tennis camp. Uh-huh. And this year it started right after. 
Okay. And I had not signed them up or anything. Like I totally missed the first day. I just had no idea. Oh. <laughs> and so everyone's like, hey, did, why wasn't Claire at camp at tennis camp today? I was like, what? I had, I didn't know at all. So I was kind of, I was like, couldn't I just get a week? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I Could know. I just get one week. And usually but, that comes with lunch packing and snacks and yes. like all the things that we need a break from. Yes, exactly. Um, so, but the one thing I said, I want to do a little bit less of this summer merely because I don't have time if I'm going to do all these other things is kind of lazing about. Mm. And I feel like the lazing about thing, and it's, it's more hanging out than anything. When you're, when you have little kids, sometimes like that's your only summer choice. You go to a place that has a fence mm-hmm. <laughs> and because you have to, right. Mm-hmm. And then you sit in that place and you watch your kids mm-hmm. and you make sure they don't run away. Um, and that was my life for so long that I think yeah. I, try, I kind of got into the habit of like, that's how I relax now is I go to a place that's somewhat contained where the kids can play outside or whatever. And then I just sit there and right. that's great. I love that. I love being relaxed. I love relaxing. Um, but because I want to do all these other more active things, yeah. I can't like let that become what I do because then I won't do those other things. Right. So yeah, that it's totally just a change. Sense. It's not like a value judgment. I mean, I lived that for a long time and sometimes you just got to right. kick back. And, and sometimes, sometimes you don't easy. have the energy for the other things. So if that's right. your time to like zone out on your phone and like have a nice coffee, then that's totally okay. But I, I hear what you're saying. It's all about yeah. like phase of life shifting for you. Right. And, and sometimes it's really hard to get out of a habit, even yeah. if it's a habit you really, really want to move out of yeah. you just are stuck there and yep. you haven't you it, like you were saying with the bike like how do you like biking yeah. how do you get over that hump the first time to where when you have an evening free and it sounds so nice just to sit out on the porch how do you not do that right this night because right. this night you want to do something yep. different and that's you know I mean that's just no matter what phase you're in that is it's just the tale's oldest time right? right it's just a matter of being I think intentional about it so totally all right, one more question for you, Sarah. Okay. How do you remember your mom spending summers? Okay, I just, I jotted down two specific memories because like a lot of memories, I'm not sure I have like an overall theme. Like I remember her being like the fun go to the beach mom or like right. the, I don't, I don't have like an overall memory. So I'll mention a couple of specific ones. Um, I do remember one summer and I want to say it was, I was probably second grade, like the summer between like second and third grade. And my mom had probably realized that like I, I was needed something besides sitting around the house, um, but like didn't want to sign me up for every camp. And so she did this really cool thing where with two other moms, we traded play dates and it might have just been one day a week, but we at that one day a week, we would spend the whole day at the other house. And there was like specific things that the moms figured out that were their skills like strengths, like skills. Right. So like, I think when, when we were at my house, we baked and we cooked and that was and like, my mom kind of supervised us and we taught us. It was almost like a little like homeschool co-op, but I remember doing arts and crafts at another house. And then I can't remember at the third house. Um, and it may have only been for four weeks. I don't remember, but I remember thinking it was really special. Like she had kind of created a summer camp for me, kind of. That's awesome. Um, and I can see how that would be why you would want to do that. Like, let's just pick a day and trade kids. And it all makes sense. But I'm remembering it from my childhood vantage. And then my other memories are we did a lot of vacations up to Oregon to see her side of the family. And she, you know, my mom moved away from her three sisters and her parents when, she, when we were really little. So she, we didn't grow up with our aunts and uncles and cousins nearby. And so I know those trips were a ton of work. I mean, they were a ton of money for my family. They were a ton of work. Sometimes we'd we'd usually drive really like 15 hour drives. Um, And I just looking back, I know that was so important to be to to reconnect with her side of the family. And they were really fun once we got there. 
they were really fun. But look, like looking at it now as a mom, I can see how that was a big sacrifice of time and money yeah. and just to get us all there and then find we'd stay with my grandma but then as as the families grew we'd usually rent a house nearby and you know I could just I have an appreciation for that now that I'm a mom yeah love that uh, my mom is it's kind of like a, a, a collection of thoughts <laughs> um, more than like real specific memories I guess um, I do you know we lived in a very cold climate when I was growing up so yeah. summer was like literally three months of sort of warm and then yeah. it was flanked by a month of really sloppy spring right before yeah. and one month of fall. Like there yeah. was basically September yeah. and October it was already snowing. So it was, uh, I do remember being pretty indoor most of the year and yeah. then during the summer getting out a lot. Yeah. Um, and my mom gardened and I remember going to get ice cream, just like a lot more ventures outside. I don't yeah. remember her. She was not a beach mom. We did not go to the beach, but we lived in Lake Superior. So yeah. you don't really, I don't, it's not really a beach you swim in unless you like really cold water. Okay. Um, we went, we lived, so we lived in Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan and there's a, uh, the St. Mary's river runs through there and that's where the locks are. So that's where like okay. the water, mm -hmm. uh, that's where boats come in from the St. Lawrence Seaway. And then they have to get, they have to go through the locks so that they don't go through rapids and right um you know go aground on rocks and things so i remember going to the locks a lot and just sitting on a bench and watching the locks and going to get fudge or going to get ice cream just very like i don't know kind of like laid back um outings like an hour or two but i do not remember doing a lot of vacationing i don't remember doing like we didn't do the park i do not remember going to the park with my mom it just wasn't her thing and yeah. it's kind of funny now i'm thinking about that thinking i don't remember ever like my mom's sitting on a park bench, which isn't to say she didn't. I just don't remember that being a big thing when I was growing up. Right. So I don't know. It's like, it just kind of a lot of like little vignettes of like yeah. laid backness. Yes. <laughs> so, laid backness yeah. and appreciation of that warm weather, which is like a exactly. part of it when yes. you're in that, in that climate. Yeah, exactly. Yay. Well, this was fun. Well, this was fun. Yeah. Awesome. It was fun. Um, so if we mentioned everything, anything of note, we definitely did with FabFitFun. You can find that at themomhour.com. Just look for this episode. Um, and we'll be back on Tuesday with a regular episode of the Mom Hour, and we will talk to you guys then. The Mom Hour is supported by partners like Erica. Erica is the social media health app for teens that gives them the tools to unplug when they need to for improved health, study focus, sleep, and daily balance. Erica was built by a dad of three boys who saw that teens themselves were really becoming self-aware to the risks of social media, and he wanted to help them self-regulate. Erica works to hide distracting apps from your phone at the touch of a button, keeping them out of sight and out of mind without deleting your data. Tell your teens about Erica and save 20% on the Erica family plan with promo code THEMOMHOUR. Go to erica.app and search for plans. That's Erica with a K, E R I K A dot A P P, and use code the mom hour to save 20%. Sarah, I started a Substack last spring just kind of as an experiment, and it turns out I love it. I'm treating it kind of like an old school blog, writing about things that are happening in my life. Megan, I've loved following your stuff on Substack, and I actually just really like Substack in general. You know, we've both been a lot less active on Instagram lately, and I'm finding that Substack scratches that itch to connect and create without all the busyness of a typical social media feed. So I would love it if Mom Hour listeners wanted to look me up there. I'm at meganfrancis.substack.com, and that's Megan with two A's, M-E-A-G-A-N francis.substack.com.